Hello everybody and welcome to the bonus podcast for episode 464 of Conversation Street and this week we have got a very special Eastery treat for you. It is a special guest. And it is Melanie Hill, who plays Kathy Matthews on Coronation yeah. Street. Hooray. This is brilliant. This has been a long time coming, this interview, hasn't it? Because yeah. it was, was it about three, four years ago that we met Mel. Yeah. She was like, I think she was one of the first Coronation Street people we met out in the wild, wasn't she? Yeah, we met her on the bridge coming back into Media City from the studios. Yeah, we did. There's a hazard zone there for this Cory celebs. It, it is. It, well, yeah, we went, we were walking. Um, up to the Cory Studios and we saw Connor McIntyre and that was the first time we'd met him as well, played Pat Phelan of course, and had a bit of a chat with him, went off and then like 30 seconds <laughs> yeah. later, Melanie Hill, there, there isn't quite, you know, that suggests that the density of Coronation Street stars out in Media City is higher than it maybe actually is, but it was a fortuitous meeting and um, and it's 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 not the first time we met her as well, I think I uh, she, she was on the quiz team. That when do we, you think that or do I, you know that? I definitely know, but absolute sure that I've been on a quiz team with Melanie Hill as well <laughs> a few years after that, which is lovely. She probably doesn't know. She probably doesn't remember you. She definitely does. She definitely does. <laughs> oh, really? And Yes. And, okay. and just last weekend, okay, I had a lovely chat with her about the trolling story and um, well, basically everything that she's been getting up to during her time playing Kathy this past six years. Lovely, Very lovely exciting. chat. So um, as a, let's as hear a, it then. A treat. Let's hear it. We share it with you now. Enjoy. Today I'm joined by Cory actress Melanie Hill, who's been carving kebabs and peddling papers on the street for the past few years in the role of Kathy Matthews. And today she's kindly agreed to come onto the podcast to chat about her time on the cobbles, including her most recent story, which has seen the street residents pitted against her after her dalliance with online trolling. Mel, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Hello, Michael. Nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you as well. So, Cathy's got herself into a bit of a scrape recently, hasn't she, what with all this trolling business? What's, what's the message you're trying to get across to the viewers with the story? Well, basically, I think it, it, some of them might be a bit shocked that the storyline came to Cathy because you might have thought it would have gone to one of the younger characters. But I think what's good is the fact that it's showing everybody that this this mistake can happen to absolutely anybody. Mm. And um, and I think, you know, we've got to be really mindful of what how easy it is to make a comment on somebody's life or something that's that's going on from the safety of our own bedrooms you know and and any of us from from young to old can just think it's fine to say something and then realize that it's out there everyone Mm. can read it and you can never take it back so um I, i think it's quite good that they've given it to one of the older characters and as far as kathy's concerned she's worked hard basically um to fit into the community uh, obviously she came in via um roy uh, you know when she first came into the street and now she's made a, a place for herself in the street and um and this is has really scuppered the whole thing now from one stupid mistake yeah absolutely what, what did you think when you first heard about the story you're quite excited by getting something like me to get your teeth into like this yeah no it was good because i think it's quite topical as well and you know you just you're reading all the time things on Twitter and stuff. And um, in fact, I was following and supporting in Britain's Got Talent. Um, there was a group of kids called Sign with uh, Sign Along With Us. You mm-hmm. know, um, they I think they came second, but they, they, they're being getting trolled themselves. Um, and p- people saying just horrendous things on, on t- 
Twitter and various different social media. And I just, I think it's so cruel to mm. say things that people do out there. And um, and I'm glad it came to me actually, and I could just explore it, you know, via Kathy's character and the, the repercussions that happen. Um, so I think it's quite good because the, the street do band together, and that's the whole point of Coronation Street. Yeah. It is a community, and they actually go for a, like massively. So, <laughs> so well, why why do you think that Kathy posted the comments? Do you think she's just a bit naive about how the online community works, or was it was she just a bit squiffy? I think I both. I think and that's <laughs> another thing that's a problem. Do not drink and tweet. That's a massive <laughs> lesson to be learned by everybody. Um, because uh, I think she's she'd obviously had a, a couple of run-ins with um, Tracy and and basically just gone had a few beers with Bernie and just got a few you know slightly squiffy like you're saying and just thought I'm not having this and of course Bernie wound her up I mean they've got a really good I think quite a great relationship but she does yeah. get her into a few scrapes Bernie because Bernie is a lot more free and doesn't care what people think and um, she's kind of wound Kathy up in that position and then gone to the toilet and left her and she's made made this massive faux pas. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, and then it gets out of hand because obviously um, Brian takes the blame for Kathy. Mm, mm. Um, and obviously all the, the bad things start happening to him and that's when Kathy starts withdrawing from him and I think this is next week that um, the storyline gets quite dark. I see, okay. So I've seen over the years that, I mean, you talked about Britain's Got Talent, people getting trolled on there, but I've seen some of the cast members of Corrie have sadly been on the receiving end of some quite cruel comments online over the years as well. Do you think that because of this, this story feels even more important to you? Yeah, I mean, I I now am at an age where things don't bother me that much because I've just I'm a bit older and gnarlier, and I just mm-hmm. think you know I'm used to it. When people say they do say mean things, and you know, and they've been said all my life, and I used to get more bothered about it when I was younger. Mm. But um, as you get older, I think it's best not to to really I either not read them or if you come across something, just just try not to take it to heart. Yeah. Um, but it is difficult. I yeah. think I think as well with the pandemic, a lot of the youngsters aren't allowed to go, go out and socialise. So a lot of them have been um, online and trying to pursue relationships online and on social media. And I think that's why there's a lot of cases of, of um, depression and mental illness, I think, because of like how you conduct your relationship on social media. Mm. It's a lot easier to say things, isn't it, when you're in your bedroom and you just write it. And you want yeah. things you wouldn't normally say if you were stood next to the person you know so it's a pretty volatile quite dangerous medium i think really yeah would you say on the whole though the benefits of social media outweigh the negatives i mean what's your kind of relationship with it god it's a really good question that i don't know because i sway between the two because i i I came off facebook about a year ago because it was just it was making me feel uneasy and just anxious and i felt a lot better finally when i came off that um and i think it's it's good that you find that you can sort of look things up you know it's really interesting if you if you want to find some information out about something that you've seen in the street or a building and you go oh my god let's google it and see what it is Mm. that's brilliant you know it's really instant knowledge but then again i don't know if that's outweighed by the bad things because you can get people getting together and stirring up sort of negative energy Mm. so I'm on the fence with that one, Michael. I'm sorry to say, I can't really, I don't really know, to be honest. Mm. I guess we'll find out in the next sort of 10 years. Everything's yeah. moving so fast, technology, isn't it? And 
you know, we'll just find out. Hopefully, it'll be a, a source for good and not for the other. Mm. And it's certainly um, a, an aspect of life that Corrie has jumped on in recent years as well. Because we've had, I mean, as, apart from this story, we've had things like, well, Beth was getting targeted by online bullies. We had uh, Steph and her mm. revenge porn. Obviously, everything that Asher went through last year when her videos yeah, went viral. Yeah. I mean, do, do you think that Corrie feels some kind of responsibility to warn its viewers of these issues or is it just you know going down a new avenue for storytelling that maybe didn't exist until recently well i think we have got a responsibility to to put things out that are happening and sort of are current and but i don't i don't think cory sort of preaches about it i hope we don't anyway because i would hate to think that 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 would become something like that i think it's just it's just it is lives of people on a street that could be anywhere in the country Mm. so current issues will come up and if it can get one family talking about stuff i think it's good and but i think it's keeping that balance what Corey does so well is is it just slots things in and doesn't really i don't think think it hammers it too much because there's lots of other story threads going on at the same time Mm. and um so i don't know yeah yeah one of the things that I really enjoyed about last week's episodes was when Brian told Kathy he loved her and he'd, he'd step up and take the blame for, for Lemon Drop's comments. So h- how have you found working so closely alongside Peter Gunn these past couple of years? Oh, it's, it's been lovely. And it, to be honest, it's, it, it's nice. It's, I'm pleased you mentioned that because it was really lovely when I read that. I was really happy because we've always had this kind of always oh, getting on my nerves relationship mm. and a bit of comedy and, and you know, we we bought the cabin together and we've slotted in there. But it was not, it's nice to explore that other side of their relationship. And I know, you know, we're a bit getting on a bit, but it's, you know, it's still real life and people, it's just showing like, you know, how much that they do care for each other. What do you think yeah. makes them a good couple? Um, I think they're just two normal people rubbing along and they've found each other. Um, both, obviously, I think Cathy had a major trauma when she lost her husband and mm. had a relationship that didn't work out with Roy. But I think um, I think they've got a lot of humour and they've come together to live the kind of rest of their life together. And um, it's, it's lovely to work with Peter and have that other side to the relationship. And also the relationship with Alex, um, her, mm. her nephew, because obviously she found out a few years back that her husband was actually the father of her nephew. Yeah, because we haven't seen... I was going to say what I was going to ask about him, because we haven't seen very much of him lately. I mean, have you, t- tell me about your relationship with Liam Bairstow, because that must have been nice working yeah. with him in the cafe. Yeah, it's, it's a, a real shame. It's the pandemic. I mean, yeah. Obviously, people are shielding and... Um, we've not been able to, we've had different limitations on filming and things Mm. and who can come in, who can't come in. And, um, so, you know, I'm missing him a lot Mm. and I think, uh, he was a great addition to the streets and, and hopefully he's going to be in, um, you know, when these restrictions get lifted a bit because, you know, we'll just see what happens basically, Michael, I'm not sure. Because things changing so quickly as well, isn't it? You know, we, you know, I'm sure it must be a nightmare Mm. for them writing this because we've been working under quite strict restrictions over there Mm. because we've got to obviously keep people safe and, um, and things, government guidelines change so quickly as well. And for example, Jane Danson, um, She's been through a lot, a lot emotionally in the storylines, and it, and I just think it must be very hard because yeah. I've just had it in a minor way. If, um, it's hard to work through masks and keeping distance and acting to a pair of glasses and things. You know, it's it's tough, but at least we're we're glad to be doing it, obviously. But 
it's just working in a different way um and mm. everyone's done a brilliant job i think yeah yeah i think so too mm. so tell me tell me about uh working in the cabin how did you feel when you heard that kathy and brian would be taking over that because that that must have been a pretty um a big move for you yeah it was huge because um obviously it's it's one of the iconic sets on Corrie and um, obviously Barbara Knox is still the queen of the cabin and she's still involved you know heavily in yeah. the, the storylines in there but it's you know we just both felt quite honoured the fact that they'd put us um, to in there and the fact that we buy it and we've got a link with it now it's our main set really mm. so um, yeah no I'm just really really happy yeah. Very happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though you've only been on the show well, six years, I think, is it? Now, yeah. Kathy's had quite a few yeah. jobs over the years. We've seen her working at Dev's, at Roy's, Kebab Shop. Where, where do you think she's been most suited? <laughs> well, Kathy can turn a hand to anything, I think. Um, but I think <laughs> I love, I mean, I loved the stuff in the Kebab Shop. And hopefully uh, I'll, I'll still get more stuff in there because it's fun. You know, it's yeah. a fun environment to work in. It's a blum and cold set, I will tell you that much. <laughs> when you were working in there because it's on the lot and it is mm. absolutely freezing Yeah, I suppose it must mean working around different places. You get to interact with more of the cast, yeah. and you got you got Dolly in the in the kebab shop. You got Dev uh, at the corner shop and everything. So that must be nice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's good. It's yeah, good. and of course Roy's at the cafe as well. I mean, that was one of your that was like your first story, wasn't it? With your your relationship with Roy. I think lots of people forget about that that you were a love interest of his for a while. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And the fact of work, working in Roy's roles, I mean, it's always good. It's great in there because a lot of interaction happens in there. So, and it, it, you know, it's like the Rovers, you know, once you're working in a certain place, you get a link with, like you say, with all yeah. the different characters so, yeah. and form relationships individually with, a, with all the different people in it. Was it a bit of a, um, a daunting proposition, like possibly becoming the second Mrs. Cropper, taking, taking on the impossible task of taking over from Hayley? <laughs> because obviously she's iconic and and that is you know she's synonymous with coronation street her and that relationship was it was just incredible mm. and i just hopefully yeah, people were kind and just hopefully um i came in and into the show just uh, excited about the prospect of working with david and you know it's open things didn't work out and you know things move and change and that's all part of it so mm. um yeah, it was. It was a bit. I mean, it was scary coming into Cory anyway, full stop, because it's it's so iconic, and I've grown up with it, and I think every actor feels that. But everyone was so welcoming. It's that. It sounds like a cliche, but they really were. And after mm. six years, I'm still enjoying every minute of it. Seriously. Yeah, that was good. Because I was going to ask you, like, what it what it means to you to be part of an institution like Cory, and if it's a role that you're going to you're happy to stay in for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I, Absolutely, a hundred percent. I think I'm very lucky and privileged to have a job in Corrie, and um, you know, there's a, a, a massive creative team there that, that I get a buzz every day going to work. So yeah, um, long may it last, basically. Yeah, I hope so. Let, let's let's just talk a bit about the, the Yasmin storyline because you were involved uh, tangentially in the coercive control storyline, weren't you? That which turned out yes. to be one of Corrie's biggest stories in the years. What what did you think about Kathy's actions during the storyline? 
Well, yeah, it's interesting because obviously I was party to a lot of that at the beginning because I saw Jeff and it, his behaviour and I caught him out. I was in her house, wasn't I, a couple of times when yeah. I saw things and I was going to get to the bottom of it all. And then Cathy backed away um, from it all. And I just, I, I was, I, to be honest, I was disappointed that that, uh, that my character faded out in that, in that whole storyline. But... Um, you know, it's just one of those things, and I think it it got a life of its own, and that's the thing. It it kind of got an energy of its own, and um, I think when it, you know when it's all panned out and she's got through it, I think it's building that bridge with Yasmin now and making sure that she's already apologised the fact and admitted she let her friend down and just didn't wasn't there to support her. Mm. Um, but I think I have got some nice stuff coming up with Yasmin, so. Because she, yeah, she's she's good. she's had more scenes with um, Elaine recently, hasn't she? Do you think that Kathy yes, could absolutely. slot into that? Yes, absolutely. And I think, to be honest, Elaine and Yasmin um, share that common thing of they've been through the same thing. Mm. So it's it's understandable that they became very close. And um, so and then now, actually, through what happens to me, I turn to the women and um, we kind of have some shenanigans to together so that's, that's nice up, I'm, i look forward to doing that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean to go talk get back to the jeff storyline although you're right you say that kathy's role in it faded out a little bit towards the end i did really enjoy your last line about it when he was uh he was wheeled off and you said off he jiggles <laughs> yes 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 absolutely no it was nice that yeah i remember yeah it was good that yeah and it's um it was a very um it was a massive thing wasn't it yeah. it really did get a massive life of its own didn't it and because it's so scary Yeah, didn't Shelley and Barty do so well with it? Amazing, amazing. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel sorry for him because he did such a good job. I bet, I bet it's a nightmare when you go out and people are like, oh, <laughs> I bet he gets some right stick. Yeah, so when you're a Cory villain, you've got to have the grannies coming after you in the street, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope I don't get people having a go at me. I haven't so far. <laughs> Saying that you don't pick on Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I thought it was quite funny because, um, what was it? Brian was asking him about paying the papers, wasn't he? And then Kathy really got a bit in a bonnet about that for a yeah, while. Exactly. <laughs> it started off, it really started off me sticking up for them and trying yeah. to be nice and kind, and then it's that's why it's just so spectacularly backfired by yeah. what I've done. <laughs> so, but before we go, have you got any other moments playing Kathy so far that have been particularly fond memories for you that we haven't discussed yet? Well, I think the live episode was was really massive to me, and that was when I had the stuff with David Nielsen. Yeah. And when Kathy, there was some lovely scenes on the on the back of a bus that had just stopped yes. in the street, um, and I think I think about that fondly because. Well, it, because it was live and it was terrifying, but I just thought it was all really beautifully written, all of that. Um, mm. So I suppose that was that meant that, that was a big thing for for me actually doing yeah. all that. Had you done any live TV before? Um, no, not live. I remember doing a, a, a 
first quarter of the... You know the bill? Remember the bill was half an hour. I remember you on the bill, yeah. I remember doing a massive long take in that. And I did a series called Cardiac Arrest where we did 15 minutes in one shot. Mm. Um, And that was quite exciting. But I've never done live, live, live like that. And it is, let me tell you, I wouldn't like to do it again. (laughs) I hope they don't do another one because they always ask the cast as well. They say, do you want to be involved? And I would be tempted to say no because it's terrifying but then you think oh, I should do it I should really have that experience but as I've got older I've just got more terrified of everything so <laughs> I, ho- I just hope they don't do another one <laughs> uh, I thought you did a really good job I did enjoy those scenes I'm glad you brought that up another one that's Thank just you. another one that's just come into my head and this was for, from a bit after that was when um you were hit by a car outside the, the corner <laughs> shop do you remember that and you were catapulted <laughs> yeah, that's that, I rewound that so many times. Yeah. You know, the stunt woman who did that did a, what a great job did she do? I know. We thought she was dead <laughs> because she didn't move. And I, was it. And I was like, oh my God, she's not moved. But apparently that's what they're told to, to not move a muscle until they get your coat. But I was like, she's not bloody moving, they've killed her. <laughs> but, um, so, no, she made me look great and that's, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just before we go as well, I'm glad you mentioned the bill because I, I do remember you on that. I've, I've got a vivid memory of you um, feeding Jim Carver a, like a liqueur chocolate, and he was like saying, "No, no, I'm a, I'm an alcoholic." God, you've got a good memory, Michael. I, I don't know why that one stuck in my mind, but I, I did like Jim. God, yeah, it was. It, that was a good role. I enjoyed playing that, and yeah. I just thought the bill was just fantastic. And I think when they canned it, they just won a BAFTA, and mm. like nobody could understand why it was going. You know why they were stopping filming it because it was just so brilliant. And how many actors have cut the teeth on the bill for God's sake? You know, oh, I know. Isn't it like to, in two, three different characters? And it was just just a great team of people. Mm-hmm. I really miss the bill, actually. Really yeah, do. I think a lot of people do. I mean, we've got yeah. things like Line of Duty for our you know, police drama fix at the moment, haven't we? But it's not not quite the same. Yeah, it's not the same, is it? It's not. They're brilliant, I've got to say, um, but. Not, not the same as, 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 the, as the getting to know all the police, as the coppers as well, and all their lives and things. Yeah, because yeah, that, that was a that was a bit of a soap as well, wasn't it? Some some years yeah. it was more on the police side, some of it was more on the soap side. I mean, when I was speaking yeah. to um, Connie Hyde a couple of years ago, um, oh, yeah. she because she, she was uh, she was on the bill as well, wasn't it? She? Yeah. And then we yeah. had a good chat about that. I, I do miss it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it, when they they, they kind of have shows and then. For example, Waterloo Road, they changed. It mm. was all about the kids at first, which I thought was brilliant. And then I came, when I joined, it, it sort of towards the end was becoming more about the teachers more than the kids. Mm. And I think there's a fine balance there. You've got to, you, you know, I think they alienated a lot of fans. I mean, the, the Waterloo Road fans are brilliant, but they, they, they should have kept it on the kids and not to concentrate so much on the teachers. Um, but it's, it's a, a fine balance, isn't it? Yeah, you got yeah. Like that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, so finally, have you, have you got any ambitions for you know what you'd like to see Kathy doing in the future? Any ideas where you'd like to see her journey continue next? Um, I, I would love to see Kathy and Brian in their home environment. That's yeah. what I'd love, and I'd like to see the, the how the daily workings with them and Alex, and basically just you know. We've never seen them in their own domestic situation, and I think it would be fascinating to do that and just fun and just like normal life, basically. Mm. Yeah, because um, they, they have just, had a separate, haven't they, in the past? No, we've never had a separate. 
set. We've never had our own house. Not not for not for you, but the pre- previous characters who lived there before Kathy and oh, Brian. Yes. They 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 yes, have absolutely. Been. So yeah, absolutely in that actual flat. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's just it's not going to be necessarily plot driven. It's just going to be character stuff, isn't it? With mm. with the like the everyday just getting up on a morning and I think that you know that's what Corey does so well basically. well yeah absolutely I mean when, when I asked you about what makes Kathy and Brian a good couple you said that they were just like a normal couple rubbing along yeah. and, and that, that's what we've seen with Fizz and Tyrone this week actually as well exactly. isn't it and, yeah. and and that 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 scene on the, the Monday episode that that epic long scene was all all about character yeah exactly and that's I have got to say that's where I think it Corey is strongest mm. and it's just the cat it's the character stuff and that's the deep you know the fans that they've got I mean that was and what a brilliant job they did I know. on that scene it was just you know you just need to write the words and let them get on with it and, mm. they, and they just nailed it mm. um and it was fantastic and I think um, yeah it's just getting the opportunity to be in, a, in an environment where you can be honest with each other and just you're not in Roy's roles or people can't hear you in the street it's just behind closed doors and I think that that's what interests me especially with Alex yeah. um, and everything you know and working together in the shop but that would throw up I'm sure they'd have lots of arguments and getting on each other's nerves but yeah. that's life isn't it certainly is and that's what soap's all about really isn't it yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> well mel it has been really really lovely catching up with you again today thank you so much for coming on the podcast i'm looking forward to seeing where this trolling story goes and you know whatever the future holds for for you and brian thanks thanks michael all the best all the best to you too bye-bye Thank you so much. Thank you, Melanie. Really lovely, lovely um, speaking to you again. And uh, yeah, getting a proper chance to to get get some chatting going about Kathy yes. and what makes her tick yes. or talk. And then um, yeah, we I mean we obviously not had any of that story in this week's Coronation Street either. Um, so even because I was a bit worried when we did the interview, it was like, oh, is this going to be out of date by the time it comes out? But it's still not. Still no, not. there's still stuff to find out. Plenty to find out. Mm-hmm. But what? Well, we'll just have to wait and see because. There's no spoilers. To, no spoilers. Well, I mean, she she says that she's going to have some scenes with Yasmin and Elaine, but apart from that, I'm sure that that we could have. We we might have been able to predict that Kathy will have some scenes with yeah. Yasmin in the future. <laughs> um, anyway, that was it. I hope you all enjoyed that, everybody. Um, who knows when we will have another guest on the podcast? Maybe I do. Who knows? Maybe I don't. I don't know. But I love well, doing them. The main so thing I'm is, I'm going to try hard to get some more people on. It's always lovely. And, and thank you very lovely. much for doing that interview. Yes. And we hope that you enjoyed it. The end. Hang on a minute. Are you, who are you well done Not you. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie Hill. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And um, don't forget to check out our main podcast as well if you're listening to this one first. Goodbye. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. Mm-hmm.